we thought that we understood when we started this journey that, okay, uh, cars are very expensive, let's design a cheaper car. No, uh, there are many, many other challenges in racing and we learn them mainly by operating a racing series. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley and is sponsored by Hillel Stanford, UpWest, and Hippo Insurance. Welcome to episode 258. Our guest is Tamir Plachinsky, founder and CEO of Grit. After founding the first Formula SAE team in Israel in 2011, he spent six months in Italy working at Dallara, the world's best race car manufacturer. Returning to Israel in 2012, he decided to establish a company which will focus on making motorsports more accessible and more affordable using new technologies and solutions yet to be implemented in the industry. They started by addressing the needs of the driver and developed the G1, a race car that combines extreme performance with affordability, but their true success was uncovering the larger opportunity for smart connected race cars and a comprehensive data solution for the racing and automotive industries. Tamir Plachinsky, thank you for joining me on 20 Minute Leaders. A good afternoon to both of us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, okay, before we start, I need you to tell me about this background. What am I seeing here? Yeah, uh, it's cool. Huh? What you see is the different user interfaces of our data platform, uh, which we call RAMP, uh, a data platform developed for motorsports. Uh, this is what GRIP is now involved in, focusing, focusing in. And uh, that's wow. different screens. So, so in order for me to even begin to try and understand what I'm seeing here, um, like I mentioned before we started, I don't know the difference between a Toyota and a Kia and a Hyundai. To me, they're all bare metals on four wheels that gave me from point A to point B, but I really appreciate people that have a passion for it. So, so Tamir, tell me before we start talking about uh, racing cars, how do you get started with an industry like this? What, what type of upbringing do you have where you get so passionate about race cars? Yeah, so the key word here is uh, exactly what you said. It's passion. And uh, you cannot uh, describe or explain passion. Either you have it or either you don't. Uh, a lot of people in the world apparently have this kind of passion for cars, for driving, for driving fast, for the adrenaline, for the excitement, uh, racing, motorsport, all those things uh, which uh, exist in motorsport. Motorsport is like the, the sport for those who love uh, driving and cars and everything. And, and I think for me personally, it's uh, something I have since I, I can remember, since I was a little, a little boy. And uh, growing up in Israel, uh, being uh, passionate about motorsport is not uh, a very nice thing to do because in Israel, right. uh, there is no motorsport. Or That's any- what I was about to ask, right? I don't yeah. see, you know, I, I just came back from Dubai. Every second street I go, there's a lineup of Ferraris and Lamborghinis. I don't remember seeing even a single Lamborghini here in Israel. Yeah, th- those uh, exotic uh, sports cars are one thing, but uh, you don't have any motorsport culture in Israel. It's like you don't have mm-hmm. race tracks or race car manufacturers or industry or anything uh, like that. Actually, it was illegal until around 2015. So oh, wow. up in Israel, and you only see that in the news, in, pa- in newspapers, in, on TV, uh, but you don't really get to be involved in such an activity. Uh, and that's something I always wanted to do. So growing up, 
I had a dream to become a world champion. That was my dream, uh, driving something, motor- motorcycle, race car, whatever. Uh, but uh, you come to the understanding that uh, when you're 21, after, uh, you know, uh, serving in the, in the military, uh, it's a bit late to start <laughs> your career. <laughs> so uh, I went to study mechanical engineering in the university with the dream to get uh, to, beca- to become involved in the industry. I, I described it to myself back then as being involved in the automotive industry. And I, w- I wanted to go to Italy. That was like a, a country I saw as the best place to go and, and do that. Uh, Ferrari or Lamborghini, I, I, don't, I didn't really care. Uh, and, and then uh, it, it became reality when uh, during my studies, I started a, a Formula student team. It's like a team of students developing race cars for a, a student competition. You race against other uh, universities. Wow. And I started the first team in Israel. Uh, back in 2010, and then we we went to a, to an event in Italy. We were the team. It was totally underground project. No one in the university really knew knew what we were doing. We tested the car in abandoned uh, parking lots at night. It was really uh, one day we'll do a we will make a movie on that year. Uh, and then going to Italy for the event, I met. Uh, uh, the main sponsor of the competition was a race car company from Italy, and they offered me a, a job. So I, I fulfilled my dream, and I went to work wow. in motorsport, in race car manufacturer, the best one uh, in, in the world, called the Dallara. Uh, spent six months uh, living the dream completely, as you can imagine. Uh, and then coming back to Israel, I was uh, so hyped about... Okay, I know what I want to do. I, I love I love racing. I love race cars. Let's do something in Israel, uh, in motorsport. And I saw only advantages in the fact that there is no industry in Israel, uh, in in uh, in motorsport. You can only uh, if you have no uh, constraints, you can do whatever you want. You know, one hundred percent. Right, so, Tamir. I you know before we continue, I have to get a little bit of a better understanding about motorsports as as an industry, even before we get to 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 what you're doing with Grip, because to to an to an outsider, it I, all all I can think about is that you know some places there are there's race cars, there's these crazy people that get into these crazy fast cars that are driving around in circles to 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 beat the fastest time. What is this industry all about? What is the excitement? To give me some numbers, who who is the audience? Uh, what does it take to get there? I'm I really I'm curious about this. Yeah, that's a good question. So, uh, motorsport is uh, probably. I, I, I think I won't offend, offend anyone by saying that it's the most complex sport in the world. You don't only have the athlete, you have also the machine. And it's about uh, the man-machine integration that eventually wow. wins. Uh, and it's, it's harder to understand as a viewer, as a fan, because it's not like you have a ball, you need to throw it, you have a score, this is... A, they, <laughs> it's, it's more complex. You need to understand why this driver is faster than the other... Uh, what it, there are a lot, a lot of things that you don't uh, catch with the untrained eye. And also you have, let's say in a race, 10, 20, 50 cars, it doesn't matter the number, but as the number of cars uh, are the number of potential events happening every second. On a football uh, game or basketball, you have one ball, all the eyes are looking at that, at that ball. And what happened with the ball is the event going on. 
in a race, you have a lot of cars. Everyone can do something, so you have many balls. So it's, wow. it's much uh, difficult to understand. Uh, but still, uh, watching cars going fast on a track, it's a very exciting thing. The, the battle, you know, that it's the risk factor back then when it started and uh, make the sport much, uh, very much, uh, like gave the interesting factor to right. it. Right. You know, right. they are risking their lives. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we can still see drivers uh, getting hurt on the track, even though safety became uh, much, much better than it was used to be. But the, the combination of speed and risk and sound and, and everything is like a spectacular, uh, like no other sport, at least in my mind. Uh, but being uh, that complex, with the facilities and the cars or, or motorcycles and everything, it's a very expensive sport. Uh, and that's like a, a big, big negative thing for the industry because you always want to have as many drivers and as many people participating, but there is the money barrier in motorsport that you need to have a lot of money. Money plays a very big uh, role in motorsport. Right. Actually, you actually surprised me when Nature. you talked about the, the, the human machine integration, that that is a key to success. You know, I always imagined it that, you know, yeah, you have the top players, the top athletes. I didn't even think of them as athletes. I thought of them, okay, they're, they're really great, you know, hand-eye coordination. And then uh, whoever gets the best car wins. But what you're saying is that it actually, the, it's the combination of the car specs and the driver's, uh, you know, specific skill sets that if they're aligned, that's what is causing the special circumstance, right? It's not just that if the, a car is better, then, then that's it, they win. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the different racing, racing series in the world, that, that balance varies from, let's say, Formula One, uh, when there are different manufacturers, and, and we look at Formula One as a series where the car has more uh, effect on the final result. result. Uh -huh. If you look, look at lower... Uh, tier series, let's say, uh, even what we call single maker series where all the cars are, are identical, but you can mm. still uh, do different setups uh, for the car. So that's where the driver's talent. Uh, right. Comes, comes. That's, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm looking at a dashboard and I have no idea why we would need a dashboard for a motor racing industry. Tell, tell me about this. Of course, I'm, I'm teasing when I say that I that, that a lot of the things that I don't understand, I, it, it's, it's, it's too complicated for me to understand, but I wish I understood it better. So um, I think, by the way, this dashboard as a like a mirrored, because I think I see the English there. Back, uh, up, uh, like. I, I'm, I think I'm seeing it okay. Yeah, so it's like uh, I'm sitting behind it. I know it's something in the process. <laughs> uh, I, I will explain the dashboard by continuing like this short history about uh, please. And so grip. When I when I came back to Israel, I started grip uh, as a brand uh, to make motorsport more accessible. I I just finished my last uh, uh, explanation saying that it's very expensive and. That's where we saw Grip comes in the market, offering a different something different. Like we wanted right. to give more people opportunity to participate, and we started maybe not in the most common place to start, but we started with the driver, and we said, okay, let's give a, the driver a better a, a better solution to race, a more cost-effective solution. So we started by designing a race car. It's not a very simple thing to do for a small startup, 
small startup from a country with no motorsport, with no racetracks, with wow. no knowledge. Uh, it was pretty intense. Uh, but, uh, you know, you set up to do something and you're very determined. So that's what you, what you do. Uh, and uh, we eventually we designed a race car, uh, started a racing series in Italy. That's the series you see in the, in the picture. Uh, mm. That's like onboard from that series. Uh, that was a single maker series only for our cars. Uh, the car, by the way, is, we call it, uh, the model name is G1 and the series was the G1 series. It ran, it ran for two years, and during those two years, uh, we learned a lot about motorsport. We thought that we understood when we started this journey that, okay, uh, cars are very expensive, let's design a cheaper car. No, uh, there are many, many other challenges in racing, and we learned them mainly by operating a racing series. Uh, wow. We could learn, know that, that uh, before we started uh, this uh, uh, racing series. You can imagine in Israeli manufacturer of racing cars runs a series in North Italy. It was, it's not the most common thing you'll, you'll hear. By the way, how does this work? So you, you, you design the cars, you manufacture the cars, and then you have to go and pitch those cars as a series to drivers to come and drive them to compete. Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah. You need to start building your connections and get to know more teams and more drivers and convince them that your series have a value for them right. because it, it has a lower barrier for entry and it's very fast, the cars, and you have a lot of uh, exposure so people will see you if you want to start your career and stuff like that. But saying that, that, we were very focused on the series when we started back in 2018. But again, we wanted to, we, we were a very, we were still, but back then we were a very small uh a young tech company and we thought okay what else we can do to make our cars better to differentiate them them from other cars and we wanted uh, to give the drivers the ability to not uh, need to hire experts to help him improve because motorsport uh, like it's very data centric sport uh, you need to rely on data to improve it's not uh, as simple as kicking a ball into the goal or something even in that area we are starting to see more and more data uh, uh, coming in right motorsport on the cars you have a lot of sensors already and you need to know how to use that data to improve and drivers usually don't know that you need to hire that expert to do that and we said okay we can uh, go around that expert and give the driver those uh, tips of on how to improve automatically if we make all the cars connected we upload the data, we analyze the data in real time, and we give that to the drivers. And that's where we started developing our data platform. Wow. Again, it was for the driver. We, uh, we had a dream, like you imagine you're driving and you're seeing, like you hear what you need to improve or you see that in, on the dashboard or something, but the car teaches you. That's what we wanted to do. But then we started the series. We understood that this solution is not limited only for the driver because as a series, you want to also differentiate yourself. You want to it attract viewers that will bring sponsors that will bring more drivers. Right. It's so not easy circle, to do yeah. that. So yeah, exactly. The app spiral. You did the, the exact motion that we are doing. And uh, Marco, our uh, EVP of media solutions will be super proud when you see <laughs> that because this is what you do. That's all the time. Anyway, uh, so we understood that we have a, a solution here that, that no one has. 
uh, no one else developed that yet. We looked for other solutions, we couldn't find anyone, anything. And then we, we, we thought, okay, that's what we need to do. We need to develop that platform for racing. Right. And this is where we like we saw the light and we didn't look back since. And that's what you're seeing around, uh, like on my background, you see different user interfaces, like the data augmentation we do for the linear TV broadcast, uh, the overview screen that if you're a driver, you can go and see where you are compared to other drivers. Uh, the briefing screens for the drivers to see where they do what they did good or right. bad. Uh, a second screen viewing uh, uh, interface for the uh, for the end users for the viewers, and many more. Uh, and that's what we are doing now. We are also implementing uh, the connectivity to esports, which is cra crazy thing because this is also something un unique for motorsport in in racing. Uh, unlike other uh, sports. The game that you play is similar completely to driving a car, except for the acceleration. Because you sit at home with your steering wheel and the pedals. You can buy a kit. It's it doesn't it's not expensive. Uh, but when you play NBA uh, 2000 2K or FIFA, you don't have a basketball and a hoop, right? No, no, you cannot see yourself going on the court with uh, LeBron James wow. and starting to play against him. But if you are a super sim driver, actually, you can go. On track, you need to be fit, and 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 race with the best, and you'll see you. Wow, best. unbelievable! And that's I can already imagine the virtual reality headsets that are already placing you in there with you know potentially vibrating chair uh, that can you know uh, mimic the acceleration. That that's crazy. Yeah, so that's what we call mixed reality races, and and this right. is something the platform is is going to also because it's a data platform eventually. And we can collect uh, data from cars. We collect the data from simulators. It's the same thing, and we merge them together. Wow, that's just uh, unbelievable! And so, tell me about a little bit about the future of of the racing sport because cars are becoming more autonomous. I'm watching, you know, uh, the different cars on the road, like Tesla. Uh, already, you know, advertising that they go to from zero to sixty in three seconds. Is this going to affect in any way um, racing? Are we ever going to see autonomous cars racing each other, you know, potentially also against humans? Uh, so uh, you'll be surprised, but there, is, there are already autonomous cars racing each other. Uh, there's a series really? called the uh, Robber Race, and they are uh, autonomous cars that are racing each other. It's pretty cool. Um, motorsport traditionally was the acted as the development platform for the automotive industry. So you see a lot of manufacturers developing technologies on track, and then those technologies are being conveyed to the road cars that you are using. Okay. And we see that very strongly today with the electric uh, revolution, right. that those electric components are being uh, taken to the limit on the track and getting their uh, track tested at stamp, and then you you can use that. So. Motorsport will play, as I see it, a very significant role in the years to come as, the, as the, again, the place where all those new technologies will be perfected. Uh, and also, uh, even when uh, in, in whenever it comes and the roads will be filled with autonomous cars and you will not be allowed to drive, I think uh, those islands uh, where you can uh, experience that uh, human right. uh, emotion that is one of the most 
uh, amazing. You know, if you can fly a jet a fighter, maybe it can be more exciting, but taking a car on, on track to the limit is something that it's, it's crazy. It's amazing experience. And I don't see that disappear. Uh, I hope never. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm going to have to go and try that for myself because, because yeah. it sounds, exhil- it sounds exhilarating, uh, you know, being a little bit distance from, from the field, you never actually, you know, imagine yourself there, but, but now I, I can see why the excitement, I can see the thrill and I can more than anything, see the potential of what you're doing here, a data driven platform for, for motor racing, both for the driver, but also for the game, for the, for the player at home, for the viewer on the TV and for the team that is debriefing after, and also the manufacturer of the car that wants to see, okay, how did the driver interact with the car? What were the limitations? How did we hold up against others? I think that you're exactly onto, onto, onto what it should be. And, and it's really, really impressive. Thank you, Tamir, for, for taking the time to share this with me. Uh, yeah. before, we, before we leave, I have to ask you uh, for the hardest question, three words that you would use to describe yourself. Um, I just wanted, before I answer, uh, to say that you describe it perfectly, but because what we are saying that we are doing is, is uh, creating a digital universe around racing brands. So that's, you described that universe with all the users, so it was beautiful. Uh, Thank you very much. Three words. Um, determined, I think. Uh, creative. Yeah. Um, uh, optimistic, energetic. I don't know. Yeah, I think <laughs> the, the first well, two was were much easier. Uh, uh, that's why it is. That's why it's the hardest question, and uh, yeah, and, and but, I'll take I'll take all those four or five words. All of those uh, seem to make yeah, perfect but sense. I, I think the two, the first two were uh, the strong, like what I see, what I think can describe myself the best. hundred percent. Just you know, the story of 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 growing up in Israel with with practically no industry, but yet you have the passion and motivation to go there creating this grassroots program within Ben Gurion University in Beersheba, the team that is going to race with a car in, in Italy, going to land a job in Italy, coming back, starting a company based in Israel that creates a series in Italy. I mean, it's the whole stories of determination and perseverance and creativity above it all. So, so thank you. Thank you, Tamir, again for the inspiration. This was wonderful. Uh, and stay safe and healthy. Yeah, uh, my pleasure and honor. Uh, thank you. Thank you.